Fox, oh Fox just gave them wow. 274. 274. Fox has President declared Donald Trump. Donald Trump is president. And I'll tell you what. God that's listening. I have lived through a lot. Yes, you have. I have, I have seen from a child in Michigan. I have helped build the main major television networks for Christ. And I've seen miracles. Every time it took a miracle. It took a miracle to build CBN. It took a miracle to build TBN. They had to move a mountain at TBN. I've seen the miracles beyond miracles. But I believe today I have seen the greatest miracle I have ever seen. All the wise men said, no, it won't happen. They had the numbers. They said it can't. I, I mean, almost everybody around me even was giving up. The prophets were even giving up because they were showing the odds and the numbers. And they said the numbers aren't there. All the polls were wrong. All, right. yeah. yeah. oh, all oh, the polls were wrong, Lori. It's really a miracle. It's a miracle. And the prophets were right. They were. God was right. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Dog. We, uh, oh, yeah, man. I was, I spent part of the afternoon yesterday with the New York Times reporter from uh, Montevallo. What? Yeah, and uh, he knew you and your people. I was telling about the podcast, and I said, yeah, and he was like, Lee Baines? He's like, yeah. His name's Campbell Robertson. So the, Campbell Robertson. So the, the, uh, the Glory Fires brand. He lives brand. in Montevallo? Well, he lives in New Orleans. Is that where you live, Lee? No, I'm from Birmingham. Montevallo is like a small town, probably 40 miles south of Birmingham. Okay. And it's kind of, it's honestly like the closest thing to Whitesburg, Alabama has. It's like a really small town, but there's like, there's an old university there and like a lot of cool people. Like they have a great arts department and stuff. Yeah. 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 But. Well, um, 
Yeah, so Lee, thanks for joining us, and we might as well just get right down to it. Speaking of Alabama, we we I, oh boy, I've got a I've got a <laughs> I've got to hear about your governor's um, misdeeds. Yeah, lust, uh, lusty misdeeds. The love gov. I like that. He he's the latest in a grand tradition of uh, the dude I was telling you about wrote this article, and it was titled like uh, "Scoundrel Swindlers and Sex Hounds." <laughs> it was wow. like it was like Bentley was like the sixth out of the last like ten governors to end up getting indicted or something. No like shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I guess it was like two before him. Don Siegelman, who's the last Democratic governor, is, yeah. is still in prison. You know. Um, <laughs> Holy geez. shit! It's insane, and it's like it's it. Man, that's a crazy story because. Don Siegelman was apparently, from what I've sort of learned in the last few years, was sort of considered like maybe the heir apparent to Bill Clinton. Like he was this kind of centrist Southern Democrat with kind of wide appeal. Right, and, uh, super charismatic, thought he was a, the, the next superstar. Exactly. And what, what brought him down? Well, so he, there, there was some, there was for sure some shenanigans, but it's the kind of shenanigans that are like de rigueur, you know, in Alabama politics yeah. where the super wealthy guy who also wound up going to prison for a minute named Richard Scrushy, who is this insane character. He had like this health care empire called Health South. And uh, he was like an aspiring country singer slash health care maven. And uh, he was like <laughs> <laughs> a renaissance man. <laughs> And uh, anyway, like he was the wealthiest man in Alabama and he donated to every campaign he could find. You know what I mean? Right. And Siegelman appointed him to some like economic development council or some mess. You know what I mean? And so that's what that's what they nailed him on. That they they alleged essentially that Scrooge like bought his position, which is like. Sure, you know. I yeah, mean, right. It was. It was the the prosecution was totally partisan and like, I don't know. It's you can totally go down a internet rabbit hole about it if you want to. Yeah. But. Well, um, your court systems are also pretty crazy too, because um, what's right. his name, Roy Moore? Yeah. Uh, who um, I don't know. I know you know who I'm talking about, right. Tom, but you wouldn't like. He's the guy who refused to um, like comport with the gay marriage ruling of the Supreme Court like right. he wouldn't yeah, enforce yeah, it yeah. Right. yeah and and so he basically was like debarred for that and then he right I don't know if he was debarred but he was kicked off the Alabama Supreme Court and mm-hmm. then he got kicked off the Alabama Supreme Court for something in the mid 2000s too I can't right yeah and that's when <laughs> resilient I think, I think it was that yeah I think it was actually in the 90s if I remember right but he had erected a statue of the Ten Commandments. Yes, that was it. At yeah. the Alabama Supreme Court, and he was he was kicked off the bench. But the, but the Alabama Supreme Court is uh, an elected uh, body, so even though he was like kicked off the court, and I think disbarred for a while, he got his you know uh, license to practice back, I guess, and he was reelected in the mid. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then did the same shit. Did the again. same exact did the same shit. Stuff. 
yeah. It's a shit show. He he was for real <clears throat> back on his bullshit. As soon as he got back on the court, he was like yeah. immediately back on his bullshit. Like, <laughs> gotta get oh, handed sure. to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's consistent. Nothing else. Yeah, sure. yeah. So, uh, so Robert Bentley though, um, which yeah. who. who has the worst dirty text game in the history of dirty text games. <laughs> I wanted so badly to talk about this. <laughs> what was the what was the uh, I mean at his age it's great he's texting, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. He's, he's figured it out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange. Uh yeah, no, I mean, um the guy's like what, seventy two? Uh what I thought was most fascinating, the the text part was fascinating, all that was absurd and hilarious. But I thought the most hilarious part about this story is he, at one point he tried to get one of his bodyguards to break up with her. <laughs> like, he tried to, like, he, he literally, yeah, no, seriously, he, like, sent Jeez. his G-men to, like, break up with her. Like, he's some sort of, like, king or, so, or like, a mob boss. <laughs> I saw that, uh, like, those messages were synced to his wife's iPad. Yes, that so was... she's just, like, seeing this, like, affair, <laughs> no. like, transpire in real time. Yeah. And she, like, no. and she kept it close to the chest, too. Yeah. It was just, like, yeah. letting that... him hang himself. Oh, my Lord. Can you dude. believe that? What's what's Bentley's backstory? He's kind of like a... Uh, was he was he a preacher man? Is that right? I don't or... know. If, well, he's, he was a medical doctor. I don't know if he was... A, he may have been, like, a deacon or something. Okay. But he, he definitely... But he was definitely elected on the back of, like, the sort of good Christian evangelical thing. Um, he was I, – I don't know if he'd ever held elected office, but that's totally what I remember him running on was that sort of, uh, you know, just good Christian grandfather yeah. uh, kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was just trying to connect these dots, how you get from uh, the love gov to – uh, the church cops. Yeah, what's going on there, Lee? <laughs> Do tell. I was, I was, I was just been having a really fun time all week trying to think about like what church cops would actually enforce. Like, what's the kind of shit that a church cop, um, is gonna enforce? You know what I mean? Like, why would you need a church cop? What's the why kind do you of need them? What's the kind of church crimes that are going on that need to be <laughs> enforced? I guess is what I want to know. Man, it's horrifying. Yeah, Briarwood, where the, the church cop church. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from what I remember, I want to say they were among the first kind of mega church slash schools. Maybe the, I mean, they were probably the first mega church in Birmingham for real. Yeah. Cathedral of the Cross was also an early one. But, yeah. um, and they wound up with this youth outreach thing at Cathedral of the Cross that my grandmama was like on me about joining. She's like, you've got to go out there and, you know, join in this thing. It's called The Basement. They had 4,000 people. Dude, we had the same shit. We had The Basement. Y'all had The Basement? We had The Basement. It's probably a different basement. It was probably a much rattier, yeah, the decrepit basement, but still. Yeah. <laughs> And denomination well, by denomination as well. I'm not, I'm not familiar with this. Hold on. Explain the basement. It's Well, uh, the, the basement that she was talking about was like, it was basically this one dude who had, who had sort of had this sort of reformed bad boy narrative, you know, and he'd gotten saved and everything was cool. And, he was uh, like the, he, the drummer he, for Skillet or something like that. <laughs> one, of those, one of those Christian rock bands. 
fuck yeah. I think he. he I saw oh, Skillet, yeah. man. <laughs> I saw Skillet in like 2000 and uh, probably one. And they had, uh, they were all about X Files, you know what I mean? Like their shows. I remember seeing. I saw them in like uh, Middle New Mexico Artesia or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it was like. X Files was a huge theme of theirs in the show. It was all about aliens and. Would you would you ever cop to uh, listening to any of those Christian bands when you were a youth? Man, I never was into it. Never ever. got. <laughs> I never was. I was very much into it. Yeah. Well, there was Fair like enough. like MXPX and some of those like were were no effects were they they weren't a Christian. No, band. Was, no I always no got those two. Yeah, no. I always got those two mixed up. MXPX. MXPX. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of ambiguous about it, but you know what I mean. Like, they were signed to a Christian label. I remember that. And they're on uh, tooth and nail. Tooth and nail. They yeah. Were, yeah. That was the thing you did, right? Because like, there was a a point where like, if you were on a Christian label, it was almost like when rappers signed to Koch or something. It's like you just like made so much more money, and there was just <laughs> to occupy that niche. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Tooth and Nail was one of the. Honestly, I remember going to a, a Christian bookstore in the late '90s, early 2000s, and I remember I bought this like little guide that they were putting out where they would list a bunch of secular artists, it and then peril. and then in the next column it would be the Christian artists that you would listen to if you like those secular. No. Yeah, if you yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's like the Kmart cologne brands. Right, yeah. right. Compared to Cool Water. Exactly, right. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> they were marketed in the same way. It's stick, pretty stick, stick a pin in that. We need, we need to circle yeah. back to that. Yeah, I'm sorry for cutting both of you off about <laughs> the basement. I, was, I got excited We all got, yeah, on a tangent. Anytime you get me started on Christian music, I'm going to fucking... I will take that bait every time. <laughs> every time. So your your basement, there was yeah, the ref- our basement. It was really this one central dude, and I forget what his name what his name is now. But it, this was this started when I was in high school, and I it it was up to a point where three or four or five years ago. They'd outgrown the building, and they were having to have services like in the big city park in Birmingham. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was right about that time that this central figure, whose name I just totally forget, uh, got busted twice down by Montevallo, actually, for impersonating a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> he was just tearing ass, tearing ass down I-65, like 140 miles an hour with lights on. Oh shit! And like a cop pulled him over because he didn't have the cop tag or right, right, the right. Cop pulled him over and he flashed him a badge. Oh that god! That he gotten his it was like a dare officer badge. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I, I have one of those. I got my credentials. Yeah. <laughs> and so they locked his ass up, and then he just had this complete come apart on lo- on the local news. Like they interviewed him. Um, and like the interviewer was asking him about all this stuff and he just had this just freak out on the air <laughs> like trying to explain what had happened and it it is this on is this on youtube oh yeah dude. Oh, we, we, we yeah. should we should insert yeah. this we can edit that <laughs> yeah. in for sure you gotta peep it but anyway so the basement isn't doing so hot now <laughs> long story short 
basement? Yeah, how about your basement, man? My, my the the best basement story we had. The, our basement was like kind of like the youth ministry of right. of the Presbyterian Church here yeah. in town. And the most notorious act that ever happened at the basement is this. I hesitate to call him a friend. Like we used to play like basketball together and whatever. But uh, right. he he was on video at the basement. This was a, a pretty big scandal in the community at the time. <laughs> Getting whacked off by this chick. Really? <laughs> yeah, but really? the thing is Whoa. like, the thing is like, <laughs> it was on like the video. Whoa. And so my brother, what? my brother's wait, why was it on video? Like the surveillance, like oh, yeah, so like right. you know, because the I think they, they like, like yeah, they like they like sold like those like Hunts Brothers pizzas and shit there. Oh okay. And so like they had to watch their their stash, but right, right, right. Old uh, Mikey was his name. I won't say his last name, but uh, oh shit, he got he got uh, excommunicated after that. Yeah, that'll get you kicked out of the basement. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you something, man. If you fuck up in the basement. Your trajectory in life isn't always the same, man. Mike's, God bless him, he's seen better days. Yeah. <laughs> that's sorry, that's rough. But that's rough. Mm. Anyway. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if I had an equivalent of this growing up in the church. Like, what would be, like, the sort of overall, like, philosophy here? Like, what's the overall, like, uh, like how would you explain the basement to, like, <laughs> I guess it's just youth group, right? It's yeah, like, you had like a you had like a youth group. Okay, yeah, okay, right. Who right. who who yeah. like you're like there's this like this like youth pastor archetype. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it's like the reformed bad boy <laughs> kind of dude or you know, some dude with a checkered past with a story to tell. Right. You had this guy, right? Oh, for sure. I remember you on the digital bedroom you're telling one of the best stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I did, the I, best. Story. I did have a basement. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got a story to go up there with both of y'all as well. Um, so yeah, no, uh, I went to high school with this guy named Lonnie Creed, and um, fucking Lonnie, come on, yeah. Lonnie. And, and he went to this church. Uh, when I was like a junior, I didn't really have a church that I was going to, and there was this big sort of charismatic church in town called the Christian Center. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow! Good time. Center. Yeah. yeah, took a took a page from um, Sean Spicer's recent commentary about the Holocaust. God, God. Anyway, it's just the most uh, banal, uh, nondescript word for something. Christian Center. Anyway, so it's this church in Hobbs, the town that I grew up in, and um, and it was very charismatic, and they would like speak in tongues and and uh, and everything. So anyways, this guy, Lonnie Creed, you know, like, he was up in front of the entire youth group one night talking, like, giving his, te- you know how you, like, give your testimony to sure. to everybody in the group. Well, like, Lonnie was telling the story about, like, the thing he struggled with the most <laughs> is, uh, is premarital sex. Goes. It's premarital sex. <laughs> and um, so as a sort of symbol to um, show to everybody that he was um, cutting himself off from premarital sex. Car- carnal uh, <laughs> pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Right. His, his Robert Bentley's, uh, his Robert Bentley's <laughs> lust, lust dreams. He, uh, he, uh, he pulled out a box of condoms in a match and he burned a box of condoms. <laughs> what? <laughs> in front of everybody. And, uh, so and I mean, sacrifice uh, safe sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting everybody pregnant. That's what I've given up this Lenten season. Yeah. So it smelled like burning spermicide, latex, and cardboard. Ah. 
Damn. The, the funniest part of that to me is that like he was just clearly trying to signal to everybody that like he gets it in. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the subtext there. It's like it's yeah. not about him like, you yeah. know, being right. chased. It's the, about The funny thing is is I didn't even really catch that subtext until I told you the story many years later and you were like you told me that. I was like, actually that makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of that sense. makes a lot of sense. So God. So uh so yeah, no, um, I had a basement. That's what happened in my basement. There you go. We, yeah, I feel like we all had one. <laughs> what, what, whether it was in a basement or called the basement or not. You know. Right. Right. So how how do we get uh, how did we uh, come out of our basements to get to where we're at today with uh, you know American Christianity being what it is. Ugh. I mean, how we're involved, Ter- It sounds like you were pretty involved. Group, yeah, was, so, or at least to a point. Were, was, you, were you a leader? <laughs> no, I was holding office. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I, I like. Um, I was in youth group up until I was like fifteen, fifteen or sixteen, and um, I guess around that time I had really gotten to. I had started getting into punk. Mostly, I was just listening to like Five Iron Frenzy and shit, though. <laughs> you know what I mean, like <laughs> Christian Scott. Scott, yeah. yeah. Right. I was still very lame. Yeah. <laughs> Make no mistake, I was still very lame. Uh, but um, I guess around that time, I guess is when I first started to notice the sort of, I don't know, like how consumer driven a lot of modern Christianity was, and especially as a Southern Baptist, and so it was just like. You kind of just see how much of a business it is, and I, I don't know. I was pretty disgusted by that, and it's kind of like I was mentioning earlier, like the list of bands that are sort of marketed in the same way. Right. It's just like, I guess that sort of like gave me a political conscience of a sort. Yeah. And uh, and so you know, it took several years after that. I stopped going to church really, but I still hung out with a lot of like Christian friends, and um, okay. but like, it took several years, and then by the time I was like nineteen or twenty, I had totally like gone like pretty hardcore atheist uh you know like i sort of um like went to college and didn't really have the understanding or the wisdom to know that like without a real community of christians i wasn't gonna be i I don't know like my faith was really pretty tenuous at that point and so like Mm. that sort of like um like you you forsook the (laughs) gathering the assembling of yourself together (laughs) i guess i guess you could put it like that (laughs) But, but anyways, uh, I I went through a pretty bitter reactionary p- uh, phase in my early twenties, f- politically, philosophically, and I think that was because, uh, sort of, belief in a higher uh, intelligence, belief in God, had totally like imploded for me, mm. and then it took several years after that, after I graduated college, where I really started becoming more progressive. That's a really. I'm sorry for boring y'all with my life story, but no, kind of, no, <laughs> here we are. Anyway, doing a <laughs> doing a shitty podcast about smut and politics. <laughs> I still don't believe in God, but uh, I will send a copy of this to the Love Gov. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, please, so he can hear your test. Send him our best. Let him know we're much in prayer for him. <laughs> please do. So, uh, anyways, here we are. Um, yeah, that's how I got out of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got out of the face. <laughs> that, that's your title of the episode right there. Fuck yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking perfect. They don't yeah. make them any better than that. Yeah, no. that's true. 
<laughs> no. What about you, Mr. Baines? What's what? Tell us your uh, tell us about your walk. Man, <laughs> I, 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 I love. What, yeah. I tell you what, it is invaluable. Invaluable to be able to speak Christian. It's hard. In like when you just life. said that. Like I, oh, I don't know. It just felt like we were. I, I feel like I have to say fuck a few more times. Like <laughs> right. we're not. Right. We're not doing. <laughs> Let's ratchet it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. felt like I was listening to a Donald Miller type thing with like <laughs> godly <laughs> men. Oh, right, ah, right, God. Right. 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 We're degenerates. Uh, let me get done with this bath salts right quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're and dope in this studio. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Trying to figure it all out. Good God. Oh, damn. No, I mean, it, it's interesting to me because I, I fucking hated youth group. Like, but I was forced. I, I had to go, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Mama wasn't gonna, you know, uh, allow hooky from uh, from Sunday school or whatever. Right. But it was weird because, like, I don't know, because we're we're all right around the same age, and I've wondered if that period of time in like the late nineties, if that's really when youth group went from being like, oh, this is like for kids that are a little too old for like sitting Indian style and reading Bible stories right? to then being this whole, like, it's like a crusade kind of thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, totally. That's what I thought. Cause like I always hated Sunday school too, but it, I didn't hate it. It was just boring. Right. I guess I'm like, whatever. But then youth group is when I remember sitting in a room, like at, in our church, you went to Sunday school after church and like, I'd be sitting in there and like people would be like, well, are you, saved like do you have a personal relationship with jesus like do you right. have, and i'm like man we're all in fucking church like what you know what i mean like, right why are we having this come it's not like we're out shooting dope in the alley right it's like it's so interesting we're to me in like in church like what yeah if you have you it's you've probably heard this refrain in church before it's like you can't be good enough to like you can be the best person ever but if you've not right. said the right combination right. of words right. and made the right, yes. got put in Ugh. literal water, yeah, and, and yeah. been right. dunked or whatever the case may be, right. yeah, then it, it's off or not. Which, yeah. you know, anyway, I'm sorry, carry on. No, no, no. But that, like that exact thing you're talking about, is what just gave me total fits. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I remember asking Sunday school teachers, like. So are you saying like Mahatma Gandhi is in hell right now? Like that's what you're saying, you know? Right. And they'd be like, "Well, yeah, right." It's like the audacity. <laughs> yeah. Is this real? Like, do you really believe that? You know? And then like, or uh, or another thing I was thinking is I remember them talking about how the reason we need to evangelize. And I grew up in an Episcopalian church, which okay. Pretty progressive in the, in, in the grand in, scheme in of it. In theory. Yeah. In theory. But, like, our church was super – it was weird. It was, like, an evangelical church. And uh, actually, our, the pastor that – or the uh, – um, it was the cathedral church of the Diocese of Alabama. Okay. So he – the head of the church, when I was in – I just left for college. The last couple of years – of high school, all he would do is preach about how homosexuality was an abomination. That's right. all he would <clears throat> preach about. And actually, like, when I left for school, and, and that's when my mom finally let me quit going to church because it was every fucking Sunday. And I was just like, man, this is fucked up. Like, this guy's just fucked. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, And, um... It's interesting, though, because what, weren't the Episcopalians the first ones, like, Gene Robinson, the dude from Kentucky, is the first openly gay bishop, Right, right. 
It, okay. Yeah. Nice segue, Tom. So, <laughs> I set you up there. There we go. Teed you up. There you go. Doing it, doing it. So, um, yeah, this is the fucking Alonzo morning fucking alley-oop right here. <laughs> but when Gene Robinson was appointed, the dean of our church, of the church I grew up in, took down the Episcopalian flag from the church, the Cathedral Church of Alabama, Damn. and ran up a black flag and said, I secede. From the Episcopalian Church. Holy shit! <laughs> That's I, I like that choice of language, though. It's yeah. just you know, it's just built into your society oh, when you say yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly, man. And it, so anyway, it was like, but going back to the earlier point, like I remember when they would talk about the need to evangelize, and, like there are people all over the world that don't know about Jesus, and like yeah. And so, so I asked the question. I was like, okay, so like let's say this kid is born in sub-saharan africa in a tiny village yeah nobody knows about jesus he lives a good life he loves his mom and daddy he does you know doesn't lie whatever and he dies when he's 10 years old is he going to hell yeah and some of the sunday school teachers be like well yeah that's <laughs> yeah. why we gotta go talk to him. Did, did you all have the, then, the concept of the age of accountability well is that anything that was ever on your all's radar yeah I, I feel like that was a thing because some of the other people would say, well, if he was a child, then he might not necessarily know any better. Right. And if he never heard the word to reject it, then he might go to this other heaven. Or like he might get a pass. <laughs> okay, the other heaven called sort of heaven. Right. But then I was like, so then why are we going to go fuck that up? Like, yeah. this kid is, like, going to be fine. So yeah. why do we have to go be like, hey, here's this Jesus thing. You can either go with it or go to hell. Right, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Just let him go to fucking heaven. Like, it right. just didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't make sense. It's just like, it's such a good point. Any, any God worth serving, in my mind, is not, wouldn't get hung up on such a petty, you know. It's... Minutia, you know what I mean, and, right. and also it's just like it's the same thing that uh, I have this uh, aunt and uncle, but they're like you know diehard Trumpers and all this, and they'd worked in the coal industry yeah. and all this stuff. And uh, I like to I like to razz them a little bit on Thanksgiving, and you know just kind of shit on the, the Israeli state, Keep not the, not the Jewish people, the Israeli state, the Netanyahu government. Yeah. They go off to fucking hell over that. And I always like you know, and I bring up the point, it's just like. Like, does God condone, like, the fucking Israeli military bulldozing Palestinian children in their homes, mm. shooting them in the fucking head? And it's yeah. just like, right. Like, how do you how do you reconcile that? And they, and it just seems like they believe in this like weird cosmic like fate thing where, well, it sucks to be Palestinian, you know, or whatever. Right. You know? right. And there's no sense of recognizing the humanity. No. Of other people. No. You know? It's because, like, a lot of the people who create the culture within, I think, mainstream Christianity are complete fucking lunatics. Are literal <laughs> psychos. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Tim LaHaye, like the guy that wrote the Left Behind Left series. Behind books, yeah. Like, he oh, started man. this think tank called the Sin. I think it's the Council for National Policy. I think it's what it's called. And it is the one so that... benign sounding... What's yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so benign sounding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Council for National Policy. It's so, yeah, it's so fascist. Yeah. Like, they're right. li they are total fascists. But, like, um, Steve Bannon is on their board and Kellyanne Conway and, like, all the sort of, like, dominionists within the Trump administration are <clears throat> part of this, uh, you know. What is the, what is the deal with the dominionists? 
Have you read about this? Yeah, like that? like Ted Cruz's dad. I don't Ted Cruz. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's, 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 it sounds <laughs> no, pretty. It sounds pretty sinister. Oh, oh, I also don't want <laughs> to think. Want to that. It's yeah. terrifying. It sounds like Bohemian Grove or something weird. I would say that. Okay, so from my best understanding, Dominionists um, are. I think there's two kind of strains of Dominionism. There's the Seven Mountains of Dominionism, or something, <laughs> which is like. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. let me buckle up here. <laughs> Yeah, buckle where up. Where they take a goat to the top of a hill. And say, yeah. <laughs> it's not far from it. And, and they're, they're, they're the moderates. <laughs> it's, right. Ted Cruz and his dad are a part of this strain of dominionism. They believe that, like, Christians have to take back over, like, the seven mountains of civilization, of society. And, like, it's, like, arts and entertainment, uh, politics, education. Like, and I can't remember all of them. It just, you know, it's Jeez. just, like... So that's like Ted Cruz and his dad. And the other kind is, I think it's called Christian Reconstructionism, but I don't know a whole lot, of, <laughs> oh, a lot about it. That sounds weird. They're both incredibly apocalyptic, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for that reason, I think they're fascistic. Like, they, their, whole, mm. their whole goal, their whole mission is to instill fear. You know what I mean? Right. Is to, <laughs> yeah, is to give you this sense of... of um, if you can make people yeah. fear, they can um, justify power more. And You're I noticed right. this a lot when I was a teenager, when people would talk about George Bush. Like, I don't know if this happened to y'all, but I remember my youth pastor and all my sort of, like, uh, people of authority around me would say, like, you know, the Bible tells us to, uh, you know, we, we have to support the government, we have to support authority, or, you know, they always give, like, yeah, it, all very, very topical today, Caesar give Caesar what's due Caesar. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, and, obey the laws of the land, yeah. all that shit, yeah. And I just remember thinking when I was, like, 16, like, that's fucking bullshit. And and, and, it, how, and how does that job with With Jesus Christ. 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 Yeah, like, yeah. Right? I hate I hate to use, you know, I think it is a sort of liberal cliche to be like, Jesus is a socialist and all this, but it, it, he is, he was subversive, in a way that was very uh, sort of unprecedented in the Bible, and I don't—it's yeah. just like it's totally—it just is just totally the polar opposite of what the Old Testament says. But a lot of these dominionists, I think, base their worldview off the Old Testament, and that Jesus. is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I know—I've noticed this a lot talking to Trump people, you know, and and they—they they, like they base a lot of their worldview and justifications off of the Bible. And right. you know, it's just like that. Like any person would do, is like they have this text, they use it to analyze society around them. That's what that's the text they're using. That's why it's kind of fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. And yeah, but I, I think your your point to the fear as like a necessary means of sort of solidifying this authoritarian outlook is like is pretty fucking right on and definitely resonates in church bodies you know where it's like the mega churches that you talk about the bigger the church the more liable it is to be this sort of like prescriptive in behavior you know what i mean yeah like, oh yeah yeah absolutely i'm like if you don't you're gonna be left but like, like the whole left behind thing feeds into rapture <laughs> and all that feeds into that you know yeah yeah I, I i think i grew up in a tradition well, not a tradition. I, I said that like it was really serious. But I, I grew up. My my mom had a lot of. I I grew up with a single mother, and she had a lot of like anxiety and mental health problems when I was a kid. And so we spent her first couple of years as a born again, like just like staying home and like watching TV preachers. So I came up on like right. 
the worst motherfuckers you can imagine, like the Benny Hens. Yeah. Like, you know the these Benny guys Hens. that were like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> like Oral Roberts, like the guys that right. were like, like they're going to fall out, slain in the spirit. All that kind of stuff. And like, send me uh, $200 and your cancer right. will go away, that kind of stuff, which is really, really pretty dangerous stuff. And you start like parsing it out. Which is another thing I just want to point out, which is it's a con in the same way that like conservatives are always conning each other. You know what I mean? Like, that is a part of the sort of, like... I thought that that Alex Perrine piece... Um, Rick Perlstein has written about this a lot, too, about how conservatives just con the fuck out of each other all the time, like, selling snake oil and all this shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same thing as the Benny Hinn people. Oh, well, I mean, it li- and literal right. snake oil. I can, but, remember, yeah. I can remember, like, my mom would get all these, like, little, like prayer cloths and little like um <laughs> just these little trinkets and amulets they would yeah. send out and it was like uh send us you know like it's always a solicitation for some sort yeah. of you know for money and all this kind of stuff yeah and then like a bottle of holy water from the river jordan or, yeah yes. yeah yeah oil <laughs> from mount sinai stuff like right yeah like from the holy land yeah that was the big yeah. thing like and and there was like uh they would show like this like video montage of like Oral Roberts sticking his hand in a vat of olive oil and <laughs> praying over it and all this stuff. And then I was laughing so hard. Yeah, like, do y'all know who Vic Berger is? Berger. He makes uh-huh. he makes videos on, on YouTube, um, but on Twitter. But you would love him. I mean, if you like Chapo and you like all these things, he's, like, they had him on Chapo Tramp House. But he makes these incredibly bizarre videos. And he's got this video. I don't think it's Oral Roberts, but it's this televangelist. And they uh, have these, like, massive like shipments of rice that they're just like sending to africa and so like on the show they're just like dumping in dumping it in these huge tubs and frying it up yeah it's i'm I'm gonna have to show you the video it's not that funny when i actually try to explain it (laughs) (laughs) it just dawned on me what's your beef man (laughs) (laughs) no it's just so bizarre though like it is like it is uh, what it is. Is it's like a sort of soylent. What they're trying to sell, like they're trying to hawk to people, is like a type of soylent that they've like come up with, and it's basically like snake oil. I mean, it's just like you can survive on this if the rapture happens tomorrow, and you're like left behind and yeah. stuff like that. It's oh, just... yeah. That, there, there, there's that Jim Baker. Um, that might be it. That I saw. That is, might. Is that what you're talking about? This is yeah. probably what I'm talking about. Like, okay, I'm terrible at fucking explaining things. And usually the thing that I explain is so far off, and uh, people are just, yes, that is that is literally what you're is talking that about. It? What where it's like the rapture rations? Yes, that rapture, is, yeah. rations. rapture rations. Rapture rations. but it's for the rapture. It's like, is that what you're talking? That is exactly about? what I'm talking about. Yeah, you got go. Who who was doing this? It's was like it, you say it was Jim, Jim and Tammy Faye. No, Jim well, Baker is past us. Well, you know, Tammy Faye's out of the picture now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I think she finally left his ass. <laughs> I was. I was reading. Uh, Speaking of the love gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was reading uh, that Nancy Eisenberg book, White Trash, and I don't know if you saw this. What do you think that. about that? It's 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 pretty good stuff. But there's like they devote a, a lot of time to Jim and Tammy Faye and how they like had this like like folksy southern affect and like jim was from like michigan and tammy faye was from like minnesota or something but like it totally played yeah you know and and charlotte i guess is where they were headquartered at maybe yeah somewhere like that um that sounds right i really don't know um i'm not sure either yeah anyway point being is is uh you know just that whole sort of flamboyant over the top like Mm -hmm. marketplace spirituality right plays really big where we're at 
And, right. And I, I, I don't know, I don't know why or how. I've, I've, I've been trying to sort this out in my head for the longest time. Uh, just because you know I came up like you know watching like Creflo Dollar down there in Atlanta, World Changers. You know, like Eddie Long, who yep. had this like weird fucked up. He just passed, I think. Yeah. But uh, that, yeah, that, those are the prosperity gospel guys. Right. Right. Like yeah. the God wants you to be rich people and uh right. and <laughs> I, I got into a uh into a, a twitter debate with a lady that was big into that like that gospel right and right. like i felt so sorry for her like i, I wasn't even like trying to put her down or like not, i was just like let me tell you something i've been where you've been okay right. there's nothing there you know right but yeah. anyway it was like you know in trump it just seems like a natural extension of that and he you know that's yeah. what, when he was went to liberty university yeah Oh, yeah. Two Corinthians when he did that whole thing with uh, with Billy Graham's son. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I've been wondering a lot about. Like, um, on one hand, um, yes, there is this sort of like dominionist movement within the net within the government, but I, I I always wonder like how influential it really is, and um, mm. like I've always kind of thought that like the the dominionists are to me like the most terrifying like form of government we could have like because like i've always thought that like fascism could never really happen in america just because we're so corrupt you know like we're so fucking corrupt and like we more like americans are like we have no morals and we're like constantly you know it's like so it's like but we're persuaded that we're the city on the hill and all that oh yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like we we think we're incredibly religious but we really aren't whatsoever right and so it's just like right. I, our our power structures are incredibly corrupt and like just always selling out and mm. i've kind of thought for that reason we could never really have fascism although i think we have had fascism before for sure i think we've got it now i think we've had it with bush i think we you know and i think honestly there are elements of fascism clearly in every president we've had okay let's just say forever yeah. <laughs> no, I, think, you know, I was just like in my in my mind i was like clinton and and carter and all of them god damn it they're all fucking fascists <laughs> anyways <laughs> but but it like I, i'd be interested to uh to uh, talk about jimmy carter's fascism at some point <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Hey, All sorry. right. All right, fine. Sorry. So, sorry, Jimmy. But, but so, like, the Dominionists, though, really are just, like, these total ideological, like, fucking fanatics. Like, just insane people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, yeah. I was, I was feeling very dark after the inauguration because, like, the Dominionist aspect of all this was really terrifying me. You, you were on a completely different wavelength from the rest of us on that one. Yeah, because I didn't even heard of it until yeah. right now. <laughs> well, I just remember... You, you told me about the Dominion, like and I can remember thinking, that is that sounds really, really scary. Everybody's got to put it... <laughs> yeah, yeah, well... The global <laughs> Dominionists. <laughs> I re my brain really did break there for a little bit. But, like, that... Like that whole, you know, mostly because I come from that world. I grew up in the Southern Baptist Church, and I come from that world, and I know that the society that they want to see, their vision for society, is so bleak. It's so right. fucking bleak, and right. um, and it squashes nuance. It, I mean, it, it just totally destroys humanity, uh, and um, and that's why it really terrified me. Um, 
that people like Be- Bannon and Kellyanne Conway and all these people. Betsy DeVos is another one, and her husband Eric Prince, who used to run Blackwater. They're all these Dominionist types. Wow. It? Yeah. Hey, Eric Prince is a Dominionist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're both uh, big Christians. Stephen Bannon. That's shocking. Yeah. And and so you know, and I don't know how much influence they have within the administration. All this, I have no fucking clue, and I don't know what weight to give it that this is like a thing. But, um, right. But it's it's pretty terrifying, and it's really terrifying when you think about the fact that this sort of ideology gets peddled to kids in their teens, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what brings them on board to it. Which is why yeah. I think we. As leftists, like we, you know, have to be organizing oh, the youths. Dude, my little, my little nephew. The youths. Uh, I was picking him up after school there for a little bit when my sister was working, and uh, one of his teachers said, "Cause I'd been, I admittedly been trying to indoctrinate him into the Bernie stuff a little bit. Yeah, little, I mean, right. you know, not, yeah, sure. Were you ever just like, hey, little guy, the ninety-nine percent? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are you Man, talking about? Man, let me about? tell you something, Max. We got to expropriate. <laughs> yeah. You're like, but little buddy, Glass Seagull. Have you ever heard a little thing called Glass Seagull? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, his middle school teacher said, when he was, you know, sort of regurgitate some of the stuff I'd put into, said that. Whitesburg Elementary School said that Bernie Sanders was a crooked commie Jew. His teacher said it's that? Fucking, cool. Yeah. It's wow. cool. But this is the same elementary that's, school that's like, yeah, they're so, like, uh, you know, they're trying to, I was telling you about them uh, trying to build this local, this uh, federal prison, prison down here. Yeah. yeah. And like the elementary school had put out this Facebook status last week that was like, everybody needs to come out and support this. This is going to be a great thing for the community. Yeah, you know, blah blah blah. So, Jeez. so yeah, they get it. Kids get it from the administration, and then they get yeah, it from the really. fucking um, youth group, like the stuff. You know, like right. they're totally batshit insane, warped worldview, like worldview that just sees humans as these just terrifying, selfish. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just a very bleak view of humanity. Yeah, and uh, and and kids buy into that, and you know. Because it's scary. Because it's scary. I mean, you, you scare them shitless. Right. Like, you know, right. But you have enough people telling them. Right. Know. Right. Yeah. But that is one of the great things about being a teenager is you are, you are less scared in general of society. Like you, you are right. a little more sort of open minded to things, and you're just sort of like, eh, hey, fuck it. Yeah, it's just like I think, I, yeah. man. I, I had I had kind of uh, like one of those fatalist apocalyptic kind of attitudes. Not like in like a fuck everything, everything's horrible. So whatever kind you of you are like flipping your fuck you, George. But like I was so indoctrinated into the stuff that I thought the rapture was gonna happen any second. Are, I was never yeah. gonna like right. grow old and like have a family or any yeah. of this stuff or do anything meaningful I, in life. So yeah, all right. I used to right. think. Well, I, mean, I still believe that. You know, it's like. I still believed in all that part of it. You know, the, the part about eternity just used to fucking blow my mind. You know what I mean? Like, I'd just be, like, sitting around be like, all right, well, I'm going to die, and then I'm going to, like, live, and then I'm going to keep living, and I'm going to keep living, living, living. And, I'm just, and then I would just, like, go through, like, just circles in my mind, and it just, like, terrified by that concept. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now that this not happened to y'all as 16-year-olds. No, no, definitely. No, for sure. Uh, it's kind of scary, but on the other side, I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, you know, I, I was. Gonna, I mean, I do remember being terrified at that age, and I think I did have some faith 
that the world would kind of work itself out. You know what I mean? Like even when the yeah. arc of the like, moral right. universe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That kind of shit. You know what I mean? And like even when nine eleven happened and you know Bush invaded Iraq for and all that, like I, I, I didn't quite go to a place of like we're fucked. Like it's all just gonna. But the the place where I did always go to everything's fucked is when it had to do with my soul. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that's, and, and that's the shit yeah. you hear in youth group. You know right. what I mean? Oh, for like, sure. That's the shit where it's like, and then, and that, like when you're talking about the bleak fatalistic view, like I remember having conversations with people in church because I was like, when I was six, I guess 9-11 happened when I was 16 or 17, so 16, I guess. And, and like there were protests at the fountain downtown, you know, and, like, yeah. I'd go to protest the Iraq war and stuff, and I was, like, fired up about it. It was just, like, me and a bunch of, like, old hippies, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, and I would, like, be talking to people about it, and they'd be like, well, there's really nothing you can do about that, man. It's like, if it's time for the world to end, you know what I mean? It's time. Right, it's yeah. like, are you ready? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, like, exactly. That's fucking terrifying. Exactly. You know I mean? Like, that terrified me. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's those type of people that like I had saw this that where. Have you all heard this like that? There's some group that's trying to breed this like red calf to bring about the <laughs> oh, you know, you know no, right, those Lord. people. What? That's what I'm talking about, dude. Like that kind. They are, they're like trying to actively <laughs> usher in right. the second coming and all this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. That's fucking exactly. Crazy. That was the stuff but that kind of like, fucked me up. Yeah, dude, big time. And it's the same shit with, like, the Israel policy. Because, like, yeah, yeah. I remember, because we had some friends growing up who were Palestinian. Well, they're, you know, they were ethnically Palestinian right. Christians, you know. Yeah. And so they would get into these long debates with people, you know, because people would be like, well, the Jews are the God's chosen people, and, you know, they need to return to Zion and all this. Right. And they're like, well, my family's Christians, and, like, we got driven out of our homes, you know, and yeah. like that. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, man, that's just that kind of thing. It's just what's going to have to happen for the end times to come. Right. And I was like, why the fuck are we trying to, why are we trying to bring this on now? Yeah. Like, can it wait for a minute? No, yeah. totally. I was trying to get my driver's license. No, like, you're right, that, right. That's what I mean by the fucking terrifying fascinating uh, yeah. intersection of, religious ideology and political ideology because like when right, you get right. down to it the goals of that are are going to at some point be diametrically opposed like if like mm. the israelis have to be just totally fucking like just putting a stiffer upper lip and not fucking acknowledging the inherent anti-semitism of like trying to bring about the second coming <laughs> like <laughs> like what the fuck like that's what they want they want the nation of israel to be like obliterated so like when jesus comes back like i don't understand like the political well, no. trajectories like the objectives there are Jeez. at heads like they will at some point collide right Right, <laughs> but that's the weird fucking reality that's we live in, right? and, and of course, who right. bears the brunt of that? You know, in society, it's like you know this, these, right. all this anti-Muslim stuff going on. You know? Right, right. So, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, but absolutely. On the other, on the other end of that, and when we were talking about doing this episode, it's kind of why I thought of you, Lee, because I can remember the first time you all came and played here. And hell, yeah. I, was, I was drunker than Cootie Brown, and we were talking about <laughs> Cornell West and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, 
And uh, when I discovered people like that, and and the the turning point for me where where I thought where I was basically went from a reprobate, <laughs> kind of backslidden, and kind of back thinking like, okay, maybe there's something to this. Was Cornell West had had preached this message about it was called the Saturday like condition. It wasn't a mess. you know how he does. It wasn't necessarily a sermon. Right. It was just kind of his his you know his preachery style. <laughs> Right. But he said that, that, and it stuck with me, and it's you know topical because Easter was just this past weekend. But he had said something that had stuck with me. He said that that you know America and Christians are all about a winner. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. But the death and all the stuff of Christ is not about a winner. My God, my mm. God, why yes. is thou forsaken me? Is not a declaration of faith. You know, you no. know what I mean? By no. a stretch or victory. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And. You know, he said that that you know we we on 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 Good Friday, you know, it's he is risen. They want to skip over Saturday, right? But if you're really yeah. going to get at what it is to be a Christian, if you're going to be a Christian, then you have to accept Saturday is God is dead, and yes. it's unlikely there's even going to be an Easter at all, right? Christianity is about doubt. Nobody had ever put that to me before because it was mm. all like, well, yeah, the world's going to come crashing down, but, you know, he's going to swoop in on his horse and take us to this celestial place where we just, like, you know, sing and dance and stuff <laughs> right. like that. But right. I think Christianity is very much about what you're doing here. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think it's about yes. saying some combination of words or making some declaration. Jesus but I, I hadn't ever had that presented to me that, like, that, you know, that God experienced all the same fears and anxieties on the cross that we did. Yeah. You know, right. And, and I think also, uh, in, in talking about the crucifixion is how you essentially have this figure who time and time again has rejected the material world, has rejected the powers that claim authority over him, uh, our material satisfaction. Like the question of serving either God or mammon. You know right, what I mean? Like right. You got to serve one. Right. Who are you serving? You know right. what I'm saying? And if I'm making a billion dollars off a fucking Blackwater contract, yeah. the needle's pointing to mammon. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. It's tilting that way. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. To me, to me, I think like what Terrence was saying, and I hadn't really thought about it in these terms, but I have said, like, because I came back to. Christianity in, in a kind of a roundabout way for sure. And before I got back to it, I just got, cause I went, I was like fully, um, well, I guess agnostic. I don't, I don't know if I ever had the guts to be like full. Atheist, <laughs> you, you, you were still, you know still I mean? kind of hedging your bets a little. <laughs> exactly. I had a little too much fear going on there, but, um, but I got into the idea of like just some higher being or whatever. And, this dude told me once uh, that I really looked up to was like, um, religion is for people who are afraid of hell and faith is for people who've already been there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and I thought that resonated with me because that's what drew me back to a concept of God at all was just real difficulties in my personal life. You know yeah. what I mean? And like the question of an afterlife didn't cross my mind anymore at that point. And it still doesn't to this day. Me either. Me either. It. Never. I don't give a shit. No. You know what I mean? Like I just don't care. But it's like that's what terrifies children. And that's what terrifies fucking grown people. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. 
and and I I feel like that sort of apocalyptic vision that um that uh, constant threat of damnation is is what you know allows people to fucking fall in line with with that way of thinking right just like trump just like trump accomplished in the election that's right everything's fucked everything is just fucked we're all going to fucking hell carnage folks (laughs) we're just fucked chicago chicago it's like we've established you're fucked like everything is fucking shit yeah Yeah. it's like but i'm here yeah Yeah. i'm like i got the key yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That that Jeez. was really what was one of the darkest. I mean, like there was several points during the election where I saw like the fucking just the full darkness of everything that was on display and uh, how the sort of media narrative itself necessitated that he actually win. This is that this mm. is the actual society that we live in. I mean, like oh, yeah. the, just like the worldview that they have is just so. I I, I put Lee onto uh, hyper normalization. Oh, did, oh it? Damn. Yeah, did, you... <laughs> did it? Did it fuck you up, man? You done fuck me up, bro. <laughs> yeah. I watched that and that Werner Herzog, that last Werner Herzog documentary. Did which y'all one? see that? Uh, Lo and Behold. That? Well, uh, Lo and Behold. Was that the one yeah. about the internet? Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. You seen it? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, man. I watched that the same week as Hypernormalization. <laughs> And I think I'm still in like some kind of a waking techno dream, actually. Yeah. Oh gosh, Dave. Well, do y'all mind if we take a quick break? I've got a pee so bad. So, Let's so do bad. it. <laughs> take take your pee pee. I'm gonna take a bite of a sandwich. He runs thick black down through thin and leg. Squeezes some hip bands t-shirt on and finds himself. like a sign like a roadside sign in out in south alabama that i reference in the song uh-huh. it's been up like my whole life for a really long time i guess and it's like a this badass billboard it used to just be wood like 
wooden handmade sign with like a red silhouette of a devil with a pitchfork and in, <laughs> Shit. in big black writing it just said go to church and then in red cursive under it it said or the devil will get you man Hell yeah. I'll, I'll give satan <laughs> this he's never not gonna be cool no no i mean yeah. yeah man i mean van halen sings about you that much you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know what else I, I always loved? I don't know if you ever saw the Chick Tracks. Oh, yes. I used to collect them in high school. Oh, oh dude. I mean, they're like vile, Chick like the content, oh, but like so they're scary. so well done, though. They're they so. Are. What are they? You know, the Chick Tracks, you've probably picked them up. It's got like this very, like, distinct style of illustrating. And uh-huh. It's always like. What's it about? You can, catch, like you can catch AIDS from a toilet seat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know. That is terrifying. Yeah, yeah no, so much messaging directly. Directed towards the youth, or the youth is be afraid of fucking everything. <laughs> right. Oh gosh. Dude, yeah. And chick tracks. I feel like by the time we were growing up, they were passe. Right. I oh, mean, yeah. like kids. Like I would see them in like truck stops, or, like barbecue restaurant. Like I feel like it was targeted to like maybe older people or something. I don't even know. Yeah. You know. Speaking of that, <clears throat> one time we were in Whitesburg <clears throat> and we were driving home. And it was like middle of the night, like through the through the mountains, you know. Yeah. Everybody was kind of wasted, and like kind of. <laughs> it was kind of quiet. And I found this radio station. It was like an AM station, because like back in the hills, you know, like you can't get the FM. And uh, it was like this old school serial, like radio serial show, where it was like. It was then that Jeff decided he would try yes! a drink of alcohol. I've like, heard those. And like you'd hear the step. What is it? I've heard those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but but they're all like evangelical. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're Holy fucking insane. Shit. And then they're insane. And I, they're I thought you might have been talking about coast to coast for a second. No, which is also no, 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 no. Yeah, no. They present. <laughs> they they have characters. They present characters with like these one dimensional yep. moral problems. Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. That's a chick track. Chick tracks are the exact same. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. What was your favorite? Did you do? You, do you remember what your favorite chick track was? Man, I'm, there's one that's sticking out in my mind where the dude just vanishes. Like, I, this is maybe the, it was a Rapture one. I was, yeah, I was gonna say it's for the Rapture. Oh yeah. That, oh, my friend Kevin, growing up, had this. His parents had this big painting in their garage, and um. It showed like Jesus like coming down on a cloud, and then uh, like airplanes fucking just hurling towards the earth, and like car Whoa. car crashes, and like all these uh, all these souls going up to heaven, and it was so dude, fucking badass. I wish I wish so bad I had that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> was it on black velvet? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck, I need that. That has to exist. <laughs> it's got to. <laughs> my, my, I think it was Blake and Adam. They said that their granddaddy, <clears throat> growing up, had a painting. It was a black velvet painting of Bear Bryant on a mountaintop <laughs> holding the Ten Commandments. <laughs> I, I still don't believe it, but they swear up and down. Gosh, oh, dude, that's, that's too good. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that's too good. <laughs> These are your bandmates. Yeah. 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 Right. So what's what's going on with Glorifiers? Let's talk uh, Glorifiers for for a bit before we cut you out. 
Oh man, we're just we got done with that record. I, I sent it to you, and uh, it's coming out. Of, well, at the sort of beginning of the summer, I guess. Uh, and then we're just gonna be hitting the road in the summertime. Wait, so. what you got? What you got lined up? You going We will you commit to coming back here in the fall? <laughs> we're trying to get a verbal out of you. Hell yeah! <laughs> Let's consider that a verbal. Yeah. <laughs> our lawyers will. <laughs> yeah, our, yeah. We're, we're gonna hold you to that. <laughs> <laughs> Is tenure is tenure playing last Um, our bass player just had a baby. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, we're we're getting back into it. You know, like yeah, we've. I feel like the, all of tenure took maternity leave. Nice <laughs> paternity leave. Yeah, right. you got a cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah, no. Uh, but by it sounds like by the time you come back, we'll be playing again. So hell yeah, sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we, should, yeah. we should put something together for sure. Yeah, 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 man. That was that was fun as hell last time. Yeah. So we we normally have a third guest on the show, Lee. Um, I know, but we just we decided is is all dudes now, baby. We... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, she had somewhere to be. She had late work stuff she had to do. She was supposed to meet Bernie Sanders, but she got bumped. She's really upset about it. So, uh, yeah, our good friend T. For the for you know all of our names Tanya Terrence Tom I was thinking about that earlier yeah we should have our for our show logo it should be the three crosses too much it's too much bad juju part of the brand baby I I would you you would be the unrepentant thief yeah oh yeah hell yeah that was my my favorite one. Ta- Tanya would be Christ. Yeah, I like how, yeah, that thief was, uh, yeah. yeah that I mean, was I'd just be the guy like, hey, hell, paradise, got me better than this shit. If Jesus was a socialist, that guy was an anarchist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, fuck everything, I'm burning it all. <laughs> like, if you're so great, why don't you get us on this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom's like, no, it's cool, man. Just, just remember me. You know? yeah. You're fucking this up, man. <laughs> I guess that makes Tanya Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Fuck. Tanya. She's, she's she's got some Christ-like qualities. Yeah. yeah. Poor Tanya she couldn't make it this week, but uh, she'll be glad to know we called her Jesus on the show. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll she, be she good. Appreciate that. Oh. <laughs> she'll appreciate. That. <laughs> well, uh, we uh. The original setup we were going to do, and we might yeah. do this next time we have you on if you want to subject yourself to this again. Hell yeah. Is we're going to review uh, Tim Tebow's memoir. <laughs> so the, I, there's something about this I want to talk about, actually. <laughs> there's something about this I want to talk about. So we should do Tim Tebow's memoir and or this book that Tim LaHaye wrote in the early 80s. called uh, I think it's called Battle for Your Mind. And this was like the sort of seminal, like dominionist text. This is like the really yeah. Apparently, I I I'm just saying that because I exaggerate everything. But from my <laughs> <laughs> interpretation, it looks like it this might is be. This is founded on another. But uh, no, but it does. It is like um, I was checking out the Amazon reviews for it, and it was like a must read for all Christians. It's the culture wars. The, they're out to get your kids. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's totally everything that we're talking about right here and it probably gives you a pretty good insight into the man who wrote it who uh tim LaHaye, you know the guy that wrote the left behind series so we got to do those two books yeah jeez (laughs) that tim tebow thing man what's it's it's called like uh 
I don't oh, know. It's kind of like a Christian-y self-help. It's probably like the subtitle's probably like how to succeed in like the game of life. It's the kind of book right. you... Just like every yeah. like Tony Dungy, all of yeah. them. That, you, know. you see it next to the cashier at Walmart, and it's got like 30% off sticker on it. But... Right. <laughs> how to blow it in the pros. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really, that's the only book that guy should be writing. That's the only... Really? <laughs> wasn't, wasn't he like doing like appendectomies on poor Filipino kids or something? <laughs> he like saved somebody... I think he yeah, really no, did. Yeah, that, they were saying he, whatever weird, like... Some kind of surgery. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it, was some, it, was, it was like circumcisions, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wasn't it some weird... I mean, like, he personally went through that, but, like, it, it, but whatever... He was personally... What if... Man, you would have the coolest story ever if you were circumcised <laughs> by Tim Tebow. <laughs> And you know he and you know he did a good job at it. Oh shit! Dude. If he did it while he was in college, that's so right. badass. <laughs> that's so badass. Remember when he had that like oh, that God. really like hokey speech? He's like, I let you everybody, you know, like, and everybody's yeah. like, oh, he's just like the best leader and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. I think um, at at Ben Hill Griffin, they still have that like on the plaque or something. Oh, anyway, Jesus. that that guy, man. Yeah, we'll get. We'll Talk get. about a youth group leader. Yeah. Oh man, he he missed it. Well, he's probably gonna cash in on that at some point. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, big time. Or if he if that... he, yeah if he doesn't, he can at least go give circumcisions because <laughs> that's a fucking brand. That is a brand. That is oh, that's so fucking brilliant. <laughs> Tips by Tito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. That's too good, man. That's too good. Oh, God oh, Almighty! Wow, yeah. Oh shit. Well, well that, that that probably covers the whole the whole gamut of things. We hit Lee. It. We, we I feel hit like it. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we talked about a lot. Yeah, we we covered <laughs> a lot of ground there, we man. Did. I, I but we appreciate you doing this, man. This oh was, man, thank y'all for yeah, having yeah, this me. Was fun. It's good talking to y'all. Yeah, yeah for sure, man. Thank Always you enjoy it. Thank yeah. you, Lee. Um, and get back down here and see us. Don't don't be such a stranger next time. Yeah, and I think man, you've been, you've been gone you're... like two years, man. <laughs> no, has it been that long? About a year and a half, I think. Maybe Damn. we we've counted down the hours and minutes. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We do nothing but just. No, where's where's the? When's Glorifies gonna come back? Yeah. You, if we pan the camera around, you'd see all these posters of you in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. With with lipstick smacks on them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like a hair dog. <laughs> yeah, we're we're Glorifies groupies down here. So. <laughs> no, but, dude. Yeah, we we'll be when you let me know when you, if y'all are coming down to Atlanta too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For man. that yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, should we? Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we're going to call it, but uh, all right. thanks, man. Thanks. Till next Enjoyed time. Until next time. Hell yeah, next time. See you, bro. Adios. All right, see you, bro.